this is the best it's ever worked out. Usually I got to fight with it and we can never hear each other. And <laughs> oh yeah. We've got to shut it down and turn it back on. And... Well, I had a weird thing happen. Um, maybe 30 minutes ago. I, I got a bloody nose. Oh geez. Well, it's gotten colder here. And, uh, I don't know if you have gas heat. You yep. Know, I sinuses, think I'm just dried out. <laughs> yeah. Sinuses dry out a little bit. Yeah. I've had the same thing over the last couple of days and, and it, it really doesn't help when that Georgia weather gets a little bit bipolar Yeah, and uh, it'll be, you know, 27 in the morning and then, you know, 70 in the afternoon. It's nice. It was straight up nice out there today. Oh, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. And uh, I'm off all week. Uh, the shop that I work in closes down between uh, Christmas and New Year's. And so <clears throat> this oh, nice. year, this year I'm trying not to be lazy. Yeah, and, uh, getting a jump start on some goals. So, walked about four miles and then did a workout and then played nice. some played some Xbox and then. <laughs> yeah, man, I just got a um, Alienware, so um, I've been oh, PC sweet. gaming. <laughs> nice. Now I, I used to PC game a long time ago, back when kind of all you needed was just you know whatever was the latest out there for it to work. But um. Yeah, I haven't PC gamed in a long time. Yeah, yeah, I haven't either, but um, I'm really liking it. And then I found out I could put my Xbox controller into it for games that are better on controllers. So, oh, that's awesome. Oh, do we do video? Are you doing video? You can just... if you, you you can if you want to. I don't. I was I don't trying work. to go with the flow. That's cool. Yeah, it kind of just automatically did it. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't record it and I don't post it. So, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Well, uh, I'm very excited. Uh, to get to talk to you. I've known about you for a little while. I, I remember a couple of years ago when uh, Shane was asking for guests to come on his show. And I was kind of new to the libertarian deal. And I said, hey, I know Ryan is the LP chair for the state. I'm like, why don't you have him on? Yeah. And then next thing I know, he's running for senator for the LP. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that tweet where you, you suggested me. How I, I, I was pretty proud of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was, um, you know, I was talking to my mom and she was like, well, you know, he, he, he's the one that calls that runoff. And I'm like, you know, technically I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're darn right. Yeah. I'll do it again too. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just actually found out too, that Purdue's, um, his, his term ends on January 3rd. So before <laughs> the election even happens and then he can't actually be like re put in place until after the election results are certified if he even wins. So we're going to be without a senator for however long it takes for them to certify the election results, which I mean, oh, best case scenario for us, we actually decreased the size and scope of government, just like we try. Which is what we say we're going to do. That's right. <laughs> so go we, didn't, we didn't say how. <laughs> right, right. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, what a joker. Um, you know, I've, you know, my family, uh, I'm kind of like the lone libertarian in the whole, in my whole gene pool, I think. And, um, you know, I used to be a real, you know, I, I was in the army and then I was like full core neocon because I didn't want to admit, you know, that I had issues with, you know, what I participated in and everything like that. And then voted for Trump. And then, I don't know what, it, if he did anything, he was a good flashlight on the BS. And uh, yeah, I mean, the media certainly likes to complain about him doing things that everyone else has been doing for years and years and years. And that's been, that's been good. Yeah. He just says the quiet part out loud. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's just crass about it. That's yeah. that's what bugs me is people, you know, they hate him and I'm like for everything that he does and and I'm like he's just crass about it. He's just not pretty when he does it. You know, Obama yes. was a charismatic dude and so you you didn't want to get mad at him when he bombed children in the in the Middle East, but you know, when Trump does it, you you call him a murderer cuz you don't like him. Right. And it's just like, you know, <clears throat> Um, I hear Dave Smith talking about, you know, the anti-war left, you know, during Bush. And I, I, part of me thinks that there were still some of those people left, but you realize real fast once it transitioned to Obama that they weren't necessarily anti-war. They were just anti-Bush and anti-Republican. And so once their guy gets in, they're okay with it. And it's the same thing on the right too. Once their guy get in, gets in, you know, they don't really care about spending and, you know, uh, gun laws and things like that that much. I think um, we're, what we're going to end up seeing if, um, if, if the Republicans hold the Senate, everybody says divided government, it'll grind it to a halt. But what we've been seeing for the last you know, four to six years is actually a turn to um, everybody just gets a little bit of what they want. It doesn't grind anything to a halt. It just piles the stack even higher. Um, and I think that that's, you know, that's, that's what we're going to end up seeing if the Senate uh, is held by Republicans. So. <clears throat> true i mean you, you kind of always see that i mean you know just take this 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 latest bill you know everyone was up in arms and like you know if you were on twitter you you, you saw people were just ripping the representatives apart yeah over all of this left and right and i'm like hell yeah finally something we're on the same page finally yeah yeah unfortunately and, the politicians that are ripping it apart are doing it because it wasn't enough somehow right they didn't get their piece it wasn't their thing yeah, so they're frustrated because it wasn't bigger, you know. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> I just I just saw Dan Crenshaw. Oh boy! Uh, so you know, you know, I'm a veteran too. You know, no, I wasn't in special operations, but you know, <clears throat> whatever. I know how the machine works, and yeah. you know, I, I signed my blank check too. That guy can kiss my ass. He's sitting there. <laughs> he's sitting there and going, "I don't see how you can justify this and this and this." I'm like, "Yeah, but you voted for it." You voted yes, dude. What's what's wrong with you? Yeah, I'm like, so you're the problem. You're part of the problem. Did you see his uh his his stupid ad about uh the runoff here in Georgia? Oh god, I'm like, dude. He ran an ad and it you know it was him skydiving out of a plane. He's all yeah. special operations. He's wearing a helmet and it's like he's a secret agent or something. It's really yeah. They dumb. recycled that one from his campaign. Oh, did he? Yeah, because he it's, did one for his campaign too. And it's, it's pretty like, cringe, man. Like, dude you're not that cool <laughs> no and i got some special ops buddies that just rip on him constantly yeah. good <laughs> of course they're all army and marines so <laughs> all right um, I, I didn't do military i i um i i good just on you. <laughs> well i you know I'm, I'm a i'm a lover not a fighter so i i stayed out of that mess i i considered it for a brief time and i was like which one of those sees the least amount of combat and that's what i was considering but yeah uh, you know, I was in the end, I was like, I don't even want to go through basic training. Like, I don't even want that kind of stress in my life. So, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't really join for any, you know, greater good or anything like that. It was, it was 1999 and I was at Georgia state and I, nice. I, I just went to a all night party and I just woke up at like, yeah, boy. And, uh, <clears throat> it was like two in the afternoon and I woke up and I'm like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> so I took a shower, went down to the uh, recruiting station, took the test and shipped out a week later. <laughs> oh my God. You really had to get out of there, huh? I was just, uh, Man. I, don't know. I, guess, I guess when I commit, I commit hard and I commit fast. So yeah, <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, is this what we're doing? All right, let's do it. <laughs> I, um, I, one, one thing I remember, um, so I, you said Georgia state, I'm a, I'm a really big Georgia state fan. And, um, at the opening game at their new stadium, I went there and they had a flyover and they had a bunch of air force people as, um, as guests or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was hanging out with them for a, a while. Actually, I just, I made friends with them and was drinking and I got, I got pretty lit and, um, I started, you know, I was like, well, you, you guys don't seem too bad. What do you do? And he was like, oh, I'm a re recruiter down in College Park. And I was like, oh, no, you're a bad dude. You're, yeah. you're people shit. <laughs> oh, can I cuss on here? I'm sorry. Yeah, go for it, man. Okay. It's a smoke pit, dude. Okay. <laughs> I was like, you're not a good dude. And then, yeah. And then I left because I was like, they probably don't want me anymore. <laughs> yeah. 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 My, my buddy Jordan on the show, uh, Veterans for Volunteerism, would have a couple. He was a recruiter, too. <laughs> Well, it's uh, specifically even like not only just a recruiter, but a recruiter in a, in a area of people who, you know, are a little bit more socially um, not immobile. And it seems more like, you know, feeding on people who are not doing as well. Oh yeah. Uh, pretty much everyone that I served with was, we were either from, I was kind of the in-between, you know, I, I live, you know, grew up in Gwinnett County in the nineties, which is well pretty dope, but fairly fairly rural for the time yeah now you wouldn't think that you know like the uh, mall of georgia didn't exist like i think it was like two stores when i left well you go half a mile in any direction from there it's still pretty rural so true yeah um <laughs> although i was really disappointed when i first moved back here in 2010 i'm like Buford dam road was like four lanes and i just remember it being like where i used to roll my 66 mustang just cruising you know <laughs> and uh but, you know, all of us were either from, you know, rural to like, you know, out in the middle of nowhere country or totally inner city. Yeah. And uh, that's when like we all realized that, you know, we're kind of the same and we're kind of viewed the same. Yeah. And uh, we really had a lot in common. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Uh, you, you realize that it's more of a classist system than it is even a, a racist system, which, I mean, there's still a race race um, scenario in there, but it, it has a lot sure. more to do with the haves and have nots. I think that that's probably more of it than anything else. And um, I was having a conversation um, with a family member over Christmas and, uh, and I was saying, you know, it's, uh, I think, especially the criminal justice system, I think it's more class than it is race. I'm like, I'm, I'm, you know, obviously you do have that component on both, you know, on <clears throat> all sides, but you're not going to see LeBron James pulled out of his Lambo getting beat in the middle of the street. You're not going to nope. see that. Nope. And, and to be fair, but me, you uh, would <laughs> decades of public policy that was in fact racist um, and still kind of exists today um, sure. has, have kept a lot of them in that class. So, I mean, it's sort of, it's, it's both, it's intertwined, but um, I think classism is definitely a bigger, you know, driver of a lot of the ills we see. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you can go back into the sixties and look at, you know, the, um, a lot of those policies too, that were designed to keep, you know, destroy the family and, you know, make the, you know, the mother dependent on government. Yeah. Looked at the government as the father and then yep. take the father out of the home altogether. Yep. 
criminalize drugs, um, put them in public, put, put the family in public housing. Don't let the dad into public housing because he's a felon. You've, te- you've, you've ripped that or family even, apart. If, or even if he's not a felon, it's just that if he's there, they don't get the money. <clears throat> right. Yeah. So you, it's, it's, um, typically, you know, is what the issue with government is that it, in, it in incentivizes and subsidizes things that are going to hurt you and it penalizes yep. hard work and success. Yep. I mean, just look uh, at the stimulus even, um, I don't qualify cause I made too much money. Um, well, my family as a, as a unit, we made too much money last year, not even this year. Right. <clears throat> but I don't even qualify for it because we did too well in the year that everybody did fine. Right. The people that was the year everybody that had their jobs, had their jobs. And this right, year, so it doesn't not, count not taking into account this year when everybody lost their jobs. Right. Exactly. <clears throat> and, uh, even though you're, you're, you don't qualify for it, you do qualify to pay it back. Oh, I mean, I, yeah, well, they, <laughs> they use my money for something else. They're borrowing to, to pay that out. So yeah, the, uh, gender studies in Pakistan, or <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is whatever it was, right to a terrorist organization. Yeah, there was man. There was there's some bad stuff in there. Did you did you get to uh, read Rand Paul's uh, airing of the grievances this year? I haven't read it yet. Uh, I almost wanted to do a show on it. <laughs> like uh, I wanted I was... to go like the last couple of years. I'm like, y'all think this is new? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's good though. It's good. Oh, uh, that's when he, when Rand Paul is doing airing, airing of the grievances, that's the best Rand Paul. Yeah. Yep. Rand Paul doing actual Rand Paul stuff is, is good. Oh, that's fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he keeps it with the anti-war stuff and he seems to bend on um, almost everything else. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's this time from like, you know, I'm almost like, man, come on. But that's why I don't like the partisan, you know, BS. You know, it's like everybody's like, well, Rand has to kiss up to the president so he can have the president's ear. And I'm like, yeah, in the meantime, he's agreeing to some pretty heinous stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. You got to, and, and he, you know, he's out here um, campaigning for Senator Purdue and Kelly Loeffler. And it's like, mm-hmm. they're terrible. They're not, they're like, they may as well be Democrats, you know? I mean, it, it's, it's that bad. And it's like, why, why are you out here telling me? And when he was on Shane's podcast, mm. and, you know, I know I don't know how many of you guys listen to this, but um, his, all you could do is talk about his own record. He's like, we're not voting for you. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, you know, dude, you're carrying that slot bucket. Yeah, it's like it's not a good look. And there's probably a lot of crossover between my audience and Shane's audience. You know, he's been on a bunch, and <clears throat> he and I are actually real life friends. And uh, oh, cool, he had that show with uh, Rand Paul and then after the show he just spoke his heart he's like you look if you feel like you want to vote for them I love you if you want to vote for the other side I love you if you don't want to vote at all I love you you know yep I don't think he said anything that bad and then for Purdue to contact him and say well you looks like you've already made your decision I don't need to come on there and try to change your mind I'm like it's called campaigning jackass yeah, what he forgets is that he's not trying to convince Shane. He's trying to convince Shane's right. listeners. Right. And 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 they're still they still have a choice and he can still win them. And the only way you're going to win this election is by winning over a voting block that Shane held. Right. And that's going to be by policy. Yeah. Because even my wife is not political. She hates politics. Yeah. And you know, she comes more from that democratic background, but you know, 
sort of conservative, you know, whatever. She's mainly like, I know everybody, the both sides are ripping me off and I don't like either one of them. Yeah. And, you know, she keeps pointing out like the commercials are just so lazy. I'm like that is the most useless ad agency ever. And no policy, <laughs> like, no, no, nothing about anything about policy ever. Z- zero policy. Yep. And it's, it's just like, we joke about it at work. You know, I'm, I'm a machinist. And so, you know, we make fun of everything. And uh, <laughs> it was just like, it'll just be like, you know, hey, you know, this, this isn't going to work for this part. Da, 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 and someone will go too radical for, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's all it is. It's like, I, I'm just frustrated. They keep using the word radical. I mean, I think it's a good thing. You know, I'm like, I'm like, oh. what, what, what's wrong with radical? Come I mean, they've already, they've already ruined liberal and anarchist. So I know, I, I know. Mean, just a bunch of ruiners bunch um, of that's right ruiners ruining stuff that's it. <laughs> well so i um you know i actually got to talk to gop leadership in georgia um they found some way to reach out to me and um I got to talk to him and I said, look, there's some things you guys can do to win our votes. Um, and I even gave specific positions. I, you know, I, I asked um, if in the state um, general assembly, they could work on ballot access and rank choice voting. And we could point to that and say, and I'm, I'm not afraid. I mean, there's not like a backroom deal. That's I'm obviously talking about on a podcast. Right. And we would have advertised it as such, like, you know, I talked to the GOP, here's what they're doing for us to earn our votes you either vote for them or you don't but they're they're working on it you know what i mean that's what we mm-hmm. were willing to do and um you know they they were saying that they can't really promise anything like that um so we asked them well can you get on the record for uh descheduling cannabis and they said that they would try and uh never heard anything from Loeffler or purdue about it never heard anything else from the gop about it um, and then i sent them another message with the uh i, I don't know how much your listeners know about the defend the guard act that, mm-hmm. that's being I did a, I, I did a two-part episode on it. Okay, cool. So we, we said, I'd sent another email saying, Hey, you know, here's another option. If you, if you can find a sponsor for this and, and get it into the Georgia legislature, um, that would, this, that would win a lot of libertarians over I promise. And we could, we could definitely sell it and uh, crickets back. So, I mean, they're, mm-hmm. they're not interested in doing anything that the answer I got back um, before the defend the guard thing was, well, how about, how about we just, you just endorse us. Mm-hmm. And we put your name on advertising and then we advertise your name. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Is that, are you, yeah. are you joking? Like, I can't even tell if you think that's a serious like consideration that we'd make. Like that's a joke. Yeah. It's, insult- <laughs> it's insulting. So that's a little behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah. I've got, I've got nothing for the, the GOP at all. And I used to be hardcore until I went to one of their actual meetings and then realized that they don't even hold to their own uh, plank um party platform no their platform's not even all that bad <clears throat> especially in georgia uh, what's that especially in georgia you're like that, that sounds great and yeah. then you realize that they if you actually bring it up they laugh at you yep yeah you can't even quote or anything it's it's not for anything people don't use it to to push any kind of policy whatsoever georgia georgia um republicans are, are kind of the worst because they're all old school you know dixiecrat democrats and uh they they're not small government they don't even like they don't even feign it you know they're all just trying to tax whatever they can and trying to grow whatever programs they want and then trying to stop abortion you know what i mean it's like so now we're republicans because we stop want to stop abortion yeah that's uh and you know and i am i am a christian but that's where i have a lot of bone to pick with the the um 
Southern Baptist, you know, assembly or whatever you want to call it. Um, they'd rather keep people in jail than, um, than let nonviolent offenders out, you know? Yeah. Um, and the, oh, yeah, I mean, they, they have a real big hold in, you know, the Republican party and maybe the Democrat party of Georgia too. Um, and who was it? You know, it, it actually came up for the, the cannabis, uh, decrim, but, um, I forget who, who it was that was talking about it, but they said that the, the, the group that really got it shut down was the bail bonds lobby. Oh, I bet that that's true. But that, so they have been um, advocating because we've been trying to also get rid of cash bail for nonviolent offenders and they've been um, super against us on that, on that guy. So um, I, I it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me <clears throat> if they were behind some uh, cannabis stuff too. I mean, they have, they have a lot to gain from that, right? They make a ton of money off cannabis being illegal. They do. Cause typically it's nonviolent people. So you don't have to worry about the danger aspect of it. And then, um, with uh like ankle monitors and all that stuff they rent those out <laughs> yeah yeah and just it, and just volume right i mean you just get so, right so many people if you can't if the cop can't find anything else they're going to get you on that you know dime bag you have in your glove box or whatever yeah two seeds in your ashtray yeah exactly <laughs> what <laughs> he's a kingpin yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they take a picture put it on facebook yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got these two seeds yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's like two seeds, a cap gun, and like a Doberman. I'm like, you guys are so brave. <laughs> so <laughs> doing, brave. out there doing the Lord's work, brother. You know, I mean, good Lord. You don't know, man. They had sandwich baggies there. That's that there's intent to distribute. Yeah. <laughs> My lunch was in it two hours yeah, ago. Also, yeah, there was a ham and cheese in there too, but they don't <laughs> yeah. tell you that. <laughs> 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 That's why my my skunk smelled like honey ham. Uh, <laughs> uh, we kind of jumped over this uh, just because you know we've never spoken before, but I love it when I I get a guest and it's like we've known each other forever. Yeah. <laughs> um. For, so, Ryan, for my listeners that may not know of you, uh, I've got a, a couple good Georgia uh, following. Um, I, you know, as a, as a veteran, I try to reach out to other vets and trying to red pill those guys as much as possible. And it's really easy to do. Yeah. Um, once you've been, I've noticed that same thing, vets tend to get it right. They've seen a lot of the problems firsthand and they, they, it's, it just, you know, once they know there's another option out there, they're like, Oh yeah. All right. I mean, especially the fraud, waste and abuse stuff, you know? Yep. Um, and so that's why I wanted to have you on. Cause I, you know, Obviously Shane's a personal friend, but just seeing him just have enough and start lobbing bombs. <laughs> um it's it's got me really excited. And well, so that's why I... that's that's what I told him I wanted. That's all I told him I wanted. I said, Look, I don't I don't care what kind of campaign you run. I don't care if you go knock on every door in Georgia, um, <clears throat> or don't, whatever. I just want to see you on that debate stage lobbing bombs at Ossoff in Purdue and he did. He did well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who was right before he came on, and someone you know was just laying, trying, trying to lay into Shane. He's like, "You stole all those votes," and I'm like, "Hey, you hear that? That's the sound of 115 thousand plus people telling you to, to piss off." Yeah, yeah. I love it. It's the party of self responsibility that likes to blame us. Yeah, it's like you stole them. Like, dude, they weren't yours. Yeah, you got to earn them. Pull it up by your bootstraps, buddy. Yeah, it's like uh, <laughs> I had somebody, 
I keep getting like apparently like all these pollsters think that my name is John, but um, <laughs> like I had one. It was just like, can we count you on you know January such and such? I'm like, I made my decision November third. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wasn't even I wasn't even gonna vote. So, but I showed up and voted for for Shane and everybody else that was libertarian on the ticket. Awesome, appreciate um, it. No problem. And, um, you know, I myself, I'm not a member of the Georgia Libertarian Party, but honestly, the reason I didn't do that, even though I know it's kind of a separate entity, was just from what I saw from the national, um, which kind of put me off a little bit. Um, Because to honestly, you know, I do, I, I did come from the right and being a veteran and, you know, I guess I can be off pitting to some folks, but it seems like, you know, like, you know, the, the reason crowd, the Cato types, it just kind of seemed like from that aspect, they kind of didn't want me in there either. Um, but I just, I kind of get the feeling that, you know, the Georgia uh, LP is different. And then, you know, I heard, um, was it Angela McArdle? Okay. Yeah. She's running for chair right now. Yeah. Yeah. She was on uh, Pete Quinones. And uh, I was like, you know what? I don't. I want to talk to Ryan. I want to get Ryan on here. And, you <laughs> yeah. Know, have him set me straight and kind of not really sell me, but like just you know, find out what the Georgia LP is really about, and then you know, by me learning more than anyone that listens to this can learn more, then hopefully we can build a coalition and kick the kick the state in the teeth. Well, so, I mean, I like to call Georgia the get shit done caucus because um, I, I, I don't yeah. I don't like joining any of the, um, I, well, I think it's cockeye. I think that's the plural and it's fun <laughs> to say. So I say it anyway. I don't care if it's right or wrong. Hey, it's fun. Um, yeah. So the uh, I, I don't like getting in, in the middle of all that uh, cockeye business um, because, you know, I, I think it sort of serves to, to divide us in a way that's not very healthy. And uh, I'm just trying to get get shit done. So. Um, my, my view is, um, I don't care if you're involved in the national party. I think that's a good, um, good way to suck a lot of energy out of you, um, with not a lot of effect. Uh, mm-hmm. the best thing we can do is empower local affiliates, local, local, um, policy pressures, right? Like get every single County active and get people active in their County commissioner office, their city councils, things like that. And sure. get out there and advocating for things. So we, <clears throat> have picked some public policy positions that we're interested in, you know, people come to us, well, you ought to be working on this. And I'm like, well, you want to work on that? Cause we got a platform over here that we've been building and, you know, we got some volunteers I'm sure will be interested. This, this is how defend the guard happened was, um, you know, we had uh, a Mises caucus guy um, said, you know, I want to work on this. And I said, all right, cool. Let's, you know, let's, let's put out the word and let's get some volunteers. Let's fill up a, a room full of people who want to help you out and uh, let's strategize. And so that's what we've been doing. Um, he's also got outside help for people that are interested in that kind of thing. But um, yeah, because it's what you know, Dan Dan McKnight was like the big one behind that. Yeah, yeah, and um, I he hasn't been involved in ours yet, but um, yeah, but there, I mean, I'm sure he is actually, but we just he's not been like personally involved. So, <laughs> but yeah, yeah he, I mean, it's it's put it's all about pushing uh, public policy at a, at a local level, even at a state legislature level. Um, and, and actually getting people to work on the stuff that they want to work on too. And, and like building up a platform for others. That's, that's really my thing is I'm not out there to lob bombs. I'm not a, I'm not a good speech giver, but, um, I can, I'm a platform builder. And so if I can build a platform to put Shane on, to lob bombs from, then we all did our job as a team. It's a team, 
you know, team sport. So <laughs> yeah, it takes everybody. I mean, you've got, yeah. you know, like you, you'd be like the engineer. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm a you project know. manager by trade. So that's, well, <laughs> Hey, they're perfect. Yeah. <laughs> You're well suited. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, it's like, well, like you were saying, you know, get involved in the national. It will suck all the information, your all the energy out of you, especially if you're on Twitter, because all they want to do is fight amongst us, each other. Yep. <clears throat> and I'm Absolutely. like, you know what? I don't care if you're in the radical caucus or the Mises or, you know, I tend to identify more with Mises just because whatever. That's how I came in, you know, so it just makes more sense. But, you know, I'm like, you all have strengths and weaknesses. And it's like, okay, well, if you if you you're more to the left and you can reach those types of people, well, then do that. Yeah, but don't crap on the people that aren't and they can reach other people. Yeah, you know, we kind of all need each other. That's we all got to stop tearing each other down. One of my favorite things about this election cycle was, um, did you did you ever get to meet Chase Oliver? Um, I have not. I've heard a lot of good things about him, and if he hears this, he's welcome to go on the show. Yeah, I'm sure he will. Um, he ran for U.S. House District 5 in the special election to replace John Lewis. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, you know, I talked to somebody from the AJC about it, and he said, oh, so he's going to, you know, try to pick up the Republican voters. And I said, no, he's going he's gonna to outflank all these Democrats from the left. He's going to tell them that they're not lefty enough um, on all these criminal justice issues and, and, other, and other things that we actually can go pretty hard on, um, that we're better than Democrats on on their own issues. And they were like, well, well, we'll see how that goes, you know, but like, that's what he did. But <clears throat> what I thought was so interesting about that was when you get Shane and him in the room together, giving speeches together and how much they loved each other and would, would build each other up um, mm-hmm. and then come to find out they're from the same high school, even they, <laughs> they attended the same high school. Um, that's hilarious. Some, somebody, somebody actually came up to him when they when they told that story. He said, "I bet you sat at different lunch tables, though, huh?" And he was like, <laughs> <laughs> Shane was but, probably like, "Nerd." No. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, it's just really cool to see to see that, and that's that's part of that whole get shit done caucus. Um, and I, I you know, I, I'm sure you you know who Scott Horton is, and I'm sure you oh yeah, follow I love him. Scott. But he, you know, he says get on their level and and use their own words to 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 talk about them. So like we can use people. There's there's no reason to pick left or right or whatever. So for me, I'm building right. up a platform because as a libertarian, it's irrelevant. That's right. And and some people are going to speak the language of the left. Um, you know, which is a predominant language <laughs> spoken in in the U.S. And some people are going to speak the right, which is a predominant language spoken in in America as well. And we just need people speaking to all those people. There's no reason to, to pick and choose. There's enough no. of us. 115,000 people voted for Shane. I don't, you know, I mean, that's that's a lot of people. Right. And that's a very diverse cross-section of people, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it know. included, you know, Chase. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I don't care. It's just like, it's like, are you for liberty or are you for tyranny? That's really what it comes down to. It's like, yep. as long as you're not hurting anybody, I don't care what you do to yourself. Yep. You know, if you're I arguing might, for the right thing, um, I, I don't really care in what language you're speaking. Um, right. And a lot of people will get that kind of twisted up. They're like, well, you just want people to do heroin on the street. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not saying I think it's a good idea to do it. I just don't think the state should put people in jail for doing it. Yeah. You know, yep. it's like there used to be lots of outreach, community outreach that had nothing to do with the government. But as bigger the, the bigger the government got, the more the, they actually made those illegal. Yep. Well, I, I can tell you in my family, I've, I have um, dealt with addiction issues 
and um, nothing the state ever did in those scenarios helped us at all. Not one bit uh, did not help us get out of our issues. Um, in fact, you would usually uh, make it a lot harder to make decisions that we we knew were healthy. So, yeah, it's almost the like uh, the system of perverse incentives. You know, yeah. there, it's almost like uh, the state's incentivized to keep you there. And that's what it did sort of slowly made um, my family members life worse and worse and worse. So harder and harder to get a job, harder and harder. And and it was mostly the state doing that. So, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's so many, I mean, I was having a conversation with my wife, you know, um, you know, we've, well, we've had, you know, over the last 10 years, we've had numerous conversations, but, uh, you know, one of them was like, you know, think of an aspect of your life that's not taxed. And then she would say, you know, she would say something like, nope, you got to pay fish and game, fish and wildlife taxes on that, you know. And then um, we were talking about, oh, I think it was, I was, I was talking to her about Iran in the 60s. And I was just showing her pictures and I'm like, dude, this could be like Santa Monica, California, <laughs> like know? mini skirts and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, these are pretty people, you know, Yeah. and they're partying, they're working, they're, you know, and that's, was it, wasn't it, I, or was it Iran or Libya that used to be a very big uh, tourist destination back in those times? I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, then I showed her pictures from t- 2019, you know, head to toe women covered and everything like that. And, and she's like, well, I'm worried that, you know, that don't happen here. And I said, put your mask on. (laughs) Yeah. And she just looked at me and was like, son of a bitch. (laughs) Well, and I've seen now where they're Biden is suggesting four to six weeks of, um, you know, shutdown when he becomes president. I'm like, I I don't think you're gonna be able to do that, dude. Hey, it's, hey, it's not constitutional for him to do it, you know, just yeah. like, well, but it is still, that doesn't, you know, I say that, but it didn't, it hasn't stopped anything. I was about to say, yeah, half, half the shit they do, more than half the shit they do is not constitutional, so. No, it's really like 90% of the government mm-hmm. as it exists today is not, was not, is not legal. Yeah, yeah, they just make uh, it up as they go, and as long as yeah. they don't get challenged, they, they, they just keep on doing it. Right, um. Yeah. And I think they just, they've just generation, you know, multiple generations of people are like, well, I had a cousin say this, like, well, you know, they're, they're on the school board. They know what they're doing. So I just trust them. I'm like, no, (laughs) the fact that they're on the school board means you shouldn't trust them. You shouldn't let them make those decisions without checking them on it. (laughs) Yeah. No, I've heard um, people from the general assembly here actually say, um, yeah, I know it's not constitutional, but we're going to pass it. Um, and if, and then we'll just let the courts sort all that out. And it's like, n- no, dude, no, you, you That's know, not it's not it constitutional. Works. Then you vote. No, <laughs> it's, it's, it's that, it's that it's literally that simple. Yep. And you know, th- you know, as far as like two A goes, I always, I always hear these FUDs and they're like, well, we'll just fight the courts. I'm like, if you have not learned anything from 2020, you should have learned that the courts are not your friend. Yeah. You know, you guys thought Trump was going to pull it off in the courts and they wouldn't even hear it. I'm like, what makes you think they're going to hear your case either? You can't, you got to, you know, you do not want to be in the system at all. Yep. Yeah, exactly. If you have to um, ask for it, it's not a, it's not a right. It's not a protected right. So. No, it's not. Um, It's like that joke is like only, only the government would uh, take a right and sell it back to you. (laughs) Yeah. In the form of a license. 
Yep. Shoot, I got a bunch of stuff written down, and now I just lost my spot. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's no problem. <laughs> um, it's you, you're the one that's got to edit this thing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Gosh, that, that's all I'm saying. I'm trying not to do those three hour ones anymore. I'm like, <laughs> it takes forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, the background as far as the Georgia LP in the last couple of elections, because we've had some real weird stuff going on. Um, and I'm <clears throat> as far as like the governor's race, um, you know, 2018 and going forward. Um, what are some of the fights that the LPs had? Like, I know like Shane, he only, he was only able to do like what one debate. Yeah. So the, the, um, what is it called? Um, the Atlanta press club, they do it on GPB and they have traditionally been very good. They have all of our statewide candidates. If they're going to do a debate for that race, they'll include our, our, um, our candidate. So, um, even when I ran for public service commission, I was, I was up there. Um, I was the only one not televised, but, um, they, they, I was live streamed, uh, and maybe 400 people have seen that, uh, debate at this point. So, you know, whatever, so you're but, a part um, of it, not really a part of it. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that they've been really good about it, but if there's any additional debates, we're not really, um, kept in, not really included um, because they're private essentially where GPB Mm -hmm. is technically public. And so they have to, Um, but I'll tell you what um, the cool thing uh, when I was running for public service commission is you get invited to all kinds of stuff anyway. So um, I got invited to the chamber of commerce um, to debate in Augusta and um, they canceled it at kind of the last minute, but they were also going to have us visit the nuclear plant down there, Plant Vogel, which I was pretty adamantly against, not because mm-hmm. of nuclear, but um, because it's a big crony operation. Mm-hmm. But um, I was like, hey, can I go tour it anyway? And they were like, yeah, come on down. So they, they had me and, and John Turpish, who was also running for PSC out there. Um, but NAACP has all kinds of events and they invite you to them. Um, there's all kinds of little, little events here and there that you get invited to just because you're running. So it's not always about the big, um, the big debate. Um, you get invited to all kinds of stuff and it's, it's an opportunity to talk to people about an idea that they're not hearing. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's, it's all about building the platform. Um, and that's where I get pretty frustrated with people that say, well, you don't win. And I'm like, yeah, but I, I feel kind of like I am winning just because I get to talk to even 25 people at a time in person and explain Liberty to them. And I get to see the lights turn on, you know, even if I didn't win that vote from them because they're too afraid to vote one way or another, like the conversations are generally good. So, and, and, and you can clear the air on other problems too. Like you said, people are like, well, you just want to be able to do heroin. I'm like, I don't want to do heroin. That yeah. sounds terrible. That's, yeah, no that's way, a terrible you know? idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I want you You're to be like, able to go to the doctor instead of prison. Just for doing heroin. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like, I'm not saying it's a good idea. I'm just saying, I don't yeah. think you should be thrown in a cage, you know? Yeah. That doesn't help anybody do anything. <laughs> no. It's, it's like, you're not going to call a doctor if you think you're going to be, have to go to prison. You know, that's, yeah. that's the difference, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I would say, you know, probably doing a lot of the, the smaller, um, events like like you said you get more of that face-to-face time and honest conversation and you can it's probably easier to build relationships that way as well well and 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 you know we got hb 191 sponsored two years ago um, from representative darshan kendrick and that was for ballot access and that was a relationship i built up while campaigning for public service commissioner i met her two or three times on the campaign trail and then i sent her an email and said hey what do you think about 
you know, doing something like this. And, and she immediately was like, yeah, let's, let's do it. Come on in and we'll, we'll meet with the legislative council. We'll write you up a bill and I'll file it. And she did. <laughs> so I mean, kept her word, you know? Yeah. And we wouldn't have gotten that otherwise, you know? So um, yeah. there's a, there's a lot of benefits people don't see when they say we lose, you know, I'm like, we, you know, even if, even that bill didn't go anywhere, but I got to talk about it on the media that ballot access is a problem and something people aren't hearing right now. So I think we it's win all the time. True. It's a, it's, you know, those little battles, they, 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 if you can capitalize on the next one and then build and then build and then build, you know, I hear it too. They're like, you know, you're, you're wasting your vote, vote voting for third party. I'm like, well, why? They're like, well, sometimes you just have to vote for the lesser of two evils. And I was like, well, you're a Christian, no. right? And I'm like, you're a Christian, right? And like, yeah. I'm like, why are you voting for evil to begin with? Like, right? I'm like, why choose evil to begin with? And they're like, well, yeah. you know, third party can't win. I'm like, well, not with that attitude. I'm like, well, if all the people that <laughs> yeah, not with that attitude. Yeah. Also, like, it's, well, it's not a horse race. It's not right. you're not betting on winners. Yeah. Like <laughs> that, yeah. that was my mind. Well, you can't win. You're not betting on winners. Yeah, it's like, well, vote your conscious, but not there. <laughs> yeah. Not like that. No. <laughs> it's just like it's just like this time around they're like well you got to vote your conscience like well my conscience is saying don't vote again <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i voted i wasn't happy about it there's a lot that goes into it but um yeah i did it i did it yeah i keep rousing around i'm like i did vote november 3rd <laughs> Yeah. I think, I mean, if libertarians want to sit this one out, if they want to split their ticket, if they want to vote all Democrat or all Republican, I get every single, I, I, it do, I literally don't think it matters. No. So I'm like, whatever, whatever you got, like, they're just going to keep growing government anyway. So yeah, it's uh, no matter, <laughs> I think it was also Scott Horton, it, it, either it was Scott Horton or it was Michael Malice that said, no matter how, who you vote for, you get John McCain's. That's a Horton. <laughs> that's Horton's law. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true that guy's got some some nice nuggets of wisdom you know he's a smart dude well dude he talked to as many people as he has over the the, the last 18 years 17 18 what, what does years. he do two episodes a day i had to stop actually downloading his podcast because i was running out of space and oh, i couldn't killed, listen to it all yeah it locked my phone up <laughs> yeah i'm like I'm, I'm just done i can't i cannot listen to all this and i want it i want to listen to all of it and so i'm like no just just put it out of your mind <laughs> yeah yeah that's why like I, I switched everything to spotify and yeah. uh signed up for it so it's it's a lot easier on the <laughs> i've got one <laughs> one uh one app to use now yeah um anything else pressing on the national front or anything you want to know about the state party mainly i want to focus on the state party because Good. everyone everyone is so everyone knows what's going on nationally and it's all trash anyway yeah um uh, I listened to a lot of, um, was it Brian McClanahan? I think he does some stuff for Ron Paul, Liberty Classroom. But uh, it, his whole thing is like, think locally, act locally. Yep. And that just makes so much more sense because the closer it is to your front door, the more control you might actually, you know, have about that. Because, you I mean, these people, you know, it doesn't matter what level they're at. They're going to be tyrants anyway. Um, if you let them get away with it. But the pro the, the difference is, is that if it, it's your city council or your county, you know, you, they might run into you at Kroger, you know, you might see them at PTA meetings or just, you know, whatever, and you can bend their ear. And so, yeah, and, they're really easy to get a meeting with. Yeah. So long story short. Yeah. I just, I really just want to learn um, more about the state party and, 
you know, someone like me that comes more, I, I say more from the right, but like, I don't even think that there's that much overlap there anymore. Um, yeah, I hear you. You know, you know, my army vet, you know, blue collar guy and I, I want to help is basically what it is. And so I figured if I could have you come on and kind of teach me, you know, kind of sell me on it, then maybe I can help bring a whole bunch of people with me. Yeah, I, th- I think the biggest thing we're doing, um, if you go to lpgeorgia.com slash about slash affiliates, you'll see a map of Georgia and part of it's gold and part of it's black. And all the black counties on the map need affiliates. Um, and all it takes to build an affiliate is three people, somebody to be chair, vice chair, and secretary. Um, and then you can start getting, a, you know, official, you can start um you know, trying to get stuff, make sure the party is like providing you with resources. Um, You can start organizing in your county. You can start working on public policy issues in your county. I mean, you can do that without the affiliate. Um, But with the platform that we've built, because LP, whether people like them or not, we've built a platform that can help promote you. Um, You can get more meetings. You can get in front of people. You can, um, things like that. So um, building up those local affiliates and building up a base of local activists throughout Georgia is our primary goal for the next, um, you know, two years while we build up to having our next elections. And we really want to start building up um, our candidates running locally too. So um, I always say I want state house people. Um, your listeners might not know our ballot access woes, but um, it's really hard to get on the ballot for anything partisan in Georgia. Um, as a Libertarian Party candidate, we have ballot access statewide. So for everyone who says, why do you start at the top and um, not build up from the bottom? It's because it's really hard to run at the bottom for us. Uh, it's really easy to run at the top. So we tend towards that. Uh, whether I can, you know, it's, it's, I tell everybody I want them to run for state house and they tell me they want to run for U.S. house. And I said, cool, you're not going to be on the ballot. And they're like, cool, I'm going to try. And then they fail. So um, happens all the time. But building up basically building up the bench. I want to have more and more candidates on everybody's ballot. I want people to see that we're building something. Um, even if we're not necessarily winning, then you have people, uh, when they go into the polls, they're seeing libertarian party candidate on every single race is what I want to start seeing. So building up the local affiliates is how we get that done. Cause that's the baseline of how, who's going to sign petitions and get petitions signed for candidates to get on the ballot. So that's, that's sort of, it's, it's all builds on each other. So that's what we need is local yeah, affiliates. And the more local affiliates and the more active your local affiliates, I would, I would assume that it would be easier to change culture. Oh yeah, changing, absolutely. People changing see you culture. Out, out and about as an affiliate um, and ask you questions and things like that. That's one of the biggest things they do is outreach. So you go to the local chili cook-off or whatever, and uh, you know, you set up a booth and hell make some chili, right? Make sure it's good. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, but talk, talk I'm a, liberty I'm a, to everybody. I'm a home brewer. So I'm thinking <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. Know, you know, especially you already got that social lubricant going, so it makes it easier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, I, 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 I'm of the opinion you need three beers before you give any speeches or anything anyway. So at least, <laughs> yeah, well, well, no, you start, it's a bell curve, man. You, you know, you get up there, you it's get a window, you start peeking and then, and then you start making mistakes. So you, yeah. So you, you, you get your three and then you maintain. <laughs> That's right. Maintain. That's right. <laughs> anyone that's ever played pool knows that (laughs) yep yep that's a secret of being a politician i mean i'm a little socially lubricated right now so that's why i'm probably talking too fast (laughs) it's okay my my, uh 
I, uh, I drank a couple of beers while I was grilling out and uh, my wife goes, Hey, just take it easy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, um, my other podcast I'm recording after this, which I'm going to have to leave pretty soon here. Sure. Um, we, we, it's actually based it's Georgia state sports and oh, nice. we, we based it around. Um, we just wanted to be like three dudes sitting at a bar talking sports, like not keep, not have too many stats or anything like that. So we both mostly get wasted and oh, um, nice. talk shit. That's kind of what the, that's kind of what this show is. Yeah, it's yeah, funny. Good. And uh, right. which which is what's funny is like season. I, I totally just got burned out on politics, and uh, season two was like I'm not doing politics anymore. And what am I doing? <laughs> and here I am. Here we are. <laughs> I'm like I'm just gonna be smarter about the politics this time. Yeah, I uh, like I like casual podcasts better anyway. Uh, in general, just you know, people that are shooting the shit, just it's better. Yeah, it's still talking about real things. I, I yeah. get way, way more listens off of that. And it's almost like, especially now when people have been cooped up and uh, just hearing normal conversations, I think they're just like, I'm not the only one. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, it does seem like there's a lot of, there's a lot of talent in Georgia as far as Libertarian uh, Party goes. Um, I'm glad you think that um, we're, we're in fake it till you make it mode right now. Um, and I think we're faking it well. So we're punching above our weight for sure. Yeah. Well, also, you know, not just as, you know, I'm saying that not just as far as people that are running, but you've got a lot of content creators in Georgia. Yeah. Uh, Libertarian Party uh, yep. or, you know, Libertarian. Yeah, you got, you know, uh, Pete Quinones and you've got, uh, although Monica Perez isn't currently living in Georgia, but uh, Brad Binkley still is. Is that public? A, I don't even know that that's public, dude. You might be out in her. She said, she said it on the podcast. So. Oh, okay. All right, cool. I, yeah. <laughs> I didn't say where. I just, yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, Monica. Um, <laughs> hey, you said it on your podcast. I, fi- I figured it was okay. She'll, she'll, <laughs> she she'll write. It, okay. I don't listen to it, so I didn't know. But, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. she'll, she'll write me later and say if it's okay. Shane. Yeah. Shane. Yeah, you got Shane. And then. we had So we had Pete come and speak at our um, convention last year, too, uh, when we nominated Shane. Uh, for, for I wish I would have came to that. Uh, yeah, no, it was it was pretty cool. He quit um, the party promptly afterwards, so I don't know if we pissed him off or what. But um, I, it wasn't you know, you. that was what it was. It wasn't you. Oh, it was, mean, I, it, was, was it was nationally related. Well, so that, that it frustrated me to no end though, because I you know I was out there, and one of my number one goals is again to create a platform for people mm-hmm. and to promote people in Georgia talking about you know li- liberty and libertarian ideas. And um, that was the goal when I invited Pete. Um, and the first question he ha- came out of his mouth when we invited him was, um, you know, are you going to, are, are you going to uh, tell me what I can and can't say? And I'm like, well, like I wasn't gonna, but it's sort of weird. You ask that. Um, like, <laughs> what, are you, I, what are you going to say? <laughs> <laughs> like we, yeah. there was no, there was no idea of that. And we, we didn't limit him. And um, I think no. it was a good, it was a good visit, but he, yeah, he was a delegate at our uh, convention this year. So. Yeah, no, uh, and I, I can't speak for him, but I, I think he'd probably be open and open to coming back. Um, I, he, um, well, at least yeah, statewide, yes, he, has, statewide. he has come back. He's not discussed it with me, Yeah, but I've seen, I've seen him come back. Yeah. Like I said, I can't speak for him, but I, I, I wouldn't count him out. Um, like I said, I think a lot of that was more, um, you know, national related stuff. Um, yeah, it's poison. It's poison. National's poison. It really is. It's it's it's, it's kind of gross. Um, but anyway, yeah. so how? So if I wanted to go sign up, do I sign up through like 
I just, I just looked at my County. I'm like, Oh crap. Like these people are probably right down the street from me. Um, do I sign up through the state or through my local affiliate or both or how does that work? We let local affiliates kind of do whatever they want, but every local affiliate that I know of um, just goes through the state and we feed them um, contacts and stuff like that. And then um, try to point people in the right direction. So the best thing to do is go lpgeorgia.com, uh, Georgia spelled out. And there's like a how to get involved at the top and you just click sign up and then, you know, fill it out and we'll get you plugged in. Um, we just started using Basecamp to manage our volunteers. Um, and so we're, we're pulling people into there and then getting them into their county affiliate and then figuring out what they want to work on and getting them into um, various teams and sort of starting to work on stuff. So that's cool. That's uh, yep. that's awesome. And because uh, I've got a, a couple of guys that, are, you know, we're all vets and all real, real fired up about Shane. And they're like, well, how do we do this? I'm like, well, I'm, I'm going to have Ryan on. <laughs> He'll tell you. <laughs> I mean, if you guys want to do something offline, I'm, I'm cool to meet up and chat about whatever to whomever. I'm, I'm cool. I'm, yeah, I'm up for it. This is my job. <laughs> well, my volunteer all... job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I do see. have to leave here in like the next two or three minutes, just so you know. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Well, I'd say that's probably a good place to, to, All right, uh, to cool. wrap it up yeah. then. Awesome. But uh, I, I'm, I'm happy to come back if you want me not to invite myself or anything, but anytime you want. I'm, I'm oh, cool. dude, you got an open invitation, man. Just hit me up. Yeah. We'll, we'll, this is easy. We'll figure something out. As, yeah. As I'm in my living room. You can see my Christmas yeah. tree and stuff. That's this awesome. Is, I just sort of hang out and chit chat. This is this is COVID <laughs> time for me, you know? I hear you. Uh, luckily, I didn't have, I, you know, nothing really changed for me that much. Uh, yeah. Only, I'm in a four-man shop, so. Right on. And my, and my wife is is in uh, healthcare, but she works from home, so. Oh, cool. Good. That's yeah. convenient. Yeah, we both work, me and my wife both work from home, so it's easy. That's awesome. Yep. Well, well cool, Ryan. Um, where can, you know, if people want to reach out with some extra questions, um, where can they find you? Uh, well, on Facebook and on Twitter, I am at Graham, G-R-A-H-A-M, the number four G-A. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm super active on that stuff, probably too active because I don't get as much of my work done as I need to because <laughs> of social media. But um, you can hit me up on there and I'll happily answer anything. Um, you can also email me at ryan.gram at lpgeorgia.com. Fantastic. I'm yep. sure I'll be, I'm sure I'll be hitting you up with some questions. So. Yeah, man. Anytime. <laughs> if you want to do it publicly, that's fine too. If you want to grill yeah. me on something, I'm, nah. I'm in. It's all good. No, I just, I, I think it's kind of the point where at first I just wanted to check out and now I'm like, well, I'll just get off the bench and do something, you know, cool. like you said, Appreciate it. you said, you know, the Georgia LP is the get shit done caucus. And I'm like, that's right. I, I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Right. So like, cool, let's, let's go. That's, that's right. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I appreciate it. And uh, thank you for coming on and I uh, look forward to talking to you again in the future. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. <laughs>